0: Bridge Toll, California Customer Service Number.
1: Highway miles to the gallon Ford Focus. Highland Cave
0: Rescue Operation.
1: What is schema F? Best Wine Bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western Hotels. How
1: old is Ronaldo? What
0: happened with Big Gravel engagement? How part? long before yeah. a wedding should I send out and save the dates? How many the first series? Use of the IMAP NBA to playoffs.
1: check email on other spots. email clients. Identify That's fonts from where to find? find four the four
0: Welcome to SEO and EPS Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host Benjamin Shapiro and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing how and why your SEO efforts are correlated to your company's earnings per share. Joining us for SEO and EPS Week are two mainstays of the Voices of Search podcast. Doug Bell is the Chief Marketing Officer at Search Metrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And Jordan Cooney is an SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics. We also have a third very special guest today, Melanie Schott, who is a marketing operations manager at Search Metrics. And she's gone ahead and done some analysis on the correlation between EPS and SEO performance. Okay, we're going to dive into the details today. Here is the first installment of SEO and EPS Week with Doug Bell, Jordan Cooney, and today, Melanie Schott from Search Metrics. Doug, Jordan, Melanie, welcome to SEO and EPS Week on the Voices of Search podcast.
2: Thanks, Ben. Thanks for shoving us all in the proverbial phone booth here today.
1: Hey there, Ben. Great to be on and looking forward to diving into this topic. Doug, Jordan, good to hear from you. Melanie,
0: also wonderful to have you on the Voices of Search podcast.
3: Thanks, Ben. Happy to be here. Super
0: excited. Excited to have you on the show. We're going to cover a lot of ground. There's going to be a lot of debate this week about how important SEO is for predicting and impacting earnings per share, right? How your company is actually seen by the public markets. I know there's going to be a lot of debate between Jordan and Doug. Hey, you guys put a pin in it for now. I want to talk to Melanie. Melanie, you led the charge at Search Metrics, doing some analysis, investigating the correlation between EPS, earnings per share, and SEO performance. Give me the high level of what the approach was and what was the project that you embarked on?
3: Yeah, thanks for the intro. So there were three main questions that we were looking at for this study. First and foremost, we wanted to see if there's a correlation between SEO visibility and earnings per share. So this is our main focus here. What we really wanted to be able to say is like, yes, there is. There is a strong correlation. As SEO visibility goes up, so does EPS. We'll talk about if we can say that or not as we move forward here. And the two secondary questions that we had along with that, we also took a look at if there was a correlation between paid visibility and EPS. And then also we took a look at if there's a correlation between CMO tenure and SEO visibility. This is mainly because we know that the average CMO tenure is relatively short, just a matter of a few years. So we wanted to be able to say that as SEO visibility is increasing, you're seeing an increase in CMO tenure as well.
0: So let's start off by talking a little bit about what visibility is. When you say SEO visibility, that is not average rankings. It is not your click-through rate. What does visibility actually mean to search metrics?
2: Okay. So SEO visibility is a metric that's unique to search metrics. What it effectively does is it measures the impact of your SEO efforts in terms of your site's ability to rank well in the SERPs and the value of that ranking relative to other rankings. So in other words... If you've got a page two ranking, the click-through rates there are low compared to, say, page one or top of page one. So it would give a lower score for links that are showing up on page two compared to, say, page one. And that's the simplest definition I can give you that reflects SEO visibility.
0: Jordan, why don't you chime in here as well. Give it to me in plain English. What is visibility?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Doug, that's a great summary there on visibility. I think to kind of boil it down for folks, you know, at the end of the day, it's... What's the presence of your website in Google? It's not necessarily an indication of traffic, but it's how present you are. We all know that you know, different positioning and different types of SERPs can dictate different traffic levels, but it is an indicator of the presence of your website in search.
0: Okay. So Melanie, we're going to kick this back over to you. Your first part of this study was looking at the SEO visibility and how that impacted earnings per share. Talk to me about how you did your analysis and what were some of the conclusions that you found?
3: Yeah, yeah. So, data sourcing, we used data from the years 2014 through 2019. These data were collected and analyzed from 62 Fortune 500 companies. So, our organic and paid visibility values were pulled directly from our suite. Our EPS values we pulled from various different sources, including primarily maclutrends.net. And then our CMO tenure values. Again, this was done by research that I can't take credit for. This was all done by Riley, our awesome content marketing manager. So one limitation to this that I'd like to point out early on too that we talked about a little bit before was just the small sample size here. So we basically compiled quarterly data over the span of six years. So again, dealing with a relatively small sample size... And that affects how we can interpret our results.
0: Okay, so you're looking at roughly 1,500 data points across the span of six years.
3: That's correct, yes. Okay. So just talking a little bit about how we gauged correlation for this, I was looking at specifically just linear correlation here. This is what we were getting the strongest correlation output on. So the value that we used to measure the strength of correlation was R. So this is, if we want to refresh our stats knowledge, the R is called the coefficient of correlation. So this is just a direct way of measuring the relationship between just two variables. And that's what we're looking at here. So just a reminder, this value will always fall between negative one and one. So with a one indicating a perfect positive correlation, negative one indicating a perfect negative correlation, and zero indicating no correlation at all, or they are perfectly not related.
0: Okay. Okay. So we're looking at a scale of negative 100 to 100, a zero being not correlated, 100 being there in lockstep, and anything below zero is their reverse correlation.
3: Yep, you got
0: it. Okay, I'm with you.
3: Yep, cool. And for this project, we determined that any R value that's greater than or equal to 0. 0.8 or less than or equal to negative 0. 0.8, of course, we consider a significant or strong correlation, just for reference. Okay. So again, just a refresher, what we mean by positive and negative correlation. So again, positive correlation, the variables are moving together in the same direction. So as variable X increases, so will variable Y. The decreases, so will variable Y. it zigzag, so will variable Y in the same direction. Where a negative correlation or an inverse correlation is just the opposite of that. So as X goes up, Y goes down. Does that make sense? Any questions about
0: that? I remember a little bit about my stats classes for college. I'm pretty sure I'm still with you. What you're saying is if there's a correlation when SEO performance improves, EPS will improve. And if there isn't a correlation when SEO performance decreases, EPS will improve.
3: Yes, basically. So a negative correlation doesn't mean that there's no correlation. It just means that they're moving in opposite direction. So if we're using the R value to determine which direction this is going, whether it's positive or negative, but as long as we're close to one of those negative one or one, we consider that to be significant.
0: Okay, I'm with you. So what did we find out?
3: Yeah. So overall, we didn't quite get the results that we want. So (laughs) We, again, we wanted to say that there was a really strong correlation between SEO and visibility and EPS. We did not see that, however, with these data. Our R value was 0.05. So again, this is not significant. So we dug a little bit deeper. And rather than looking at just average SEO visibility and average EPS, we looked at the change in average SEO visibility versus the change in average EPS from year to year. So we got a little bit of a stronger correlation there with our Equaling 0.5. Here's the part where it gets a little bit interesting. Is we were really digging and trying to see if there was any any significance anywhere here. And what we found is that as we cherry pick the data, we can get a significant correlation. So I think the discussion that needs to be had here is: Is there something significant here, or is it just that as we add more data points, this gets weaker and there's no correlation?
0: That's previsible, dot io. So talk to me about how you tweak the data to make it stronger. That seems like an important point.
3: Yeah. So as we limit the data to more recent years, we see a stronger and stronger correlation. So for the whole data set, we looked at 2014 through 2019. When we limit that to 2015 through 2019, our R-value increases from 0.5 to 0.65. And when we look at from just 2016 to 2019, our R-value increases to 0.78. Another interesting thing is for the first part of this study, we looked at just strictly e-commerce companies and then tacked on an additional five tech companies that included Cisco, IBM, Juniper, Oracle, and TechTarget. So these companies actually weakened that correlation. So when I remove these companies and limit it to our recent years, we see an even stronger correlation. So eliminating these five companies, 2015 to 2019, R is 0.86, and 2016 to 2019, R is 0.99.
0: Let me make sure that I understand when you took a shorter window of time, when you're not looking over six years, but you're looking over four and two years, you're starting to see more of a correlation to the impact of SEO and EPS. (laughs) And then when you start looking at what companies and you're taking out some of the larger, just traditional B2B players, the IBMs and the Cisco's of the world, and you're focusing more on e-commerce and retails then there becomes an even stronger correlation. Am I getting this right? Yep,
3: yeah, you got it.
0: Okay. Now, Doug, Jordan, I'm going to bring you back in here. I get the lay of the land. We're talking about EPS and does SEO actually impact it? And it seems like the answer is, I don't know. What was your guys' takeaway from the analysis of the SEO and EPS data?
2: I'm going to jump in first here, Ben. So this hair idea was mine. And so Melanie's work here was Yeoman's work, no doubt about it. And what we found really interesting was this. Without a doubt, when you get into that place where your R is 0.5, it's met data, right? And what we noticed, what we thought was really interesting, and I think demands a bit more data, is that as we get closer to 2019, in other words, as we focus on 2018 and 19, that correlation started going up. And then as we eliminated companies that did not depend on e-commerce and retail solely to drive revenue, in other words, their their dependency on SEO was lesser than the other companies. We saw the correlation going up further. Our challenge with the data is that we are talking about 62 companies and we're talking about earnings per share, which are published quarterly over a four year period. And at the end of the day, even if we had very high correlation, our sample size is too small. And so really, thus we have the challenge. But I would almost call it digging for fire at this point. We discovered enough to let us know that we need more data, but we feel like we're onto something interesting. And when I've talked to Jordan in the past about what is that correlation between earnings and e-commerce, we say to ourselves, no doubt there's going to be a heavy correlation, but quite often the data doesn't prove that out.
0: So Jordan, Doug's job as the CMO of search metrics is to find a correlation between SEO and EPS. And Doug, not to say that you you wanted to do this study because it inherently seems like if you have a solid visibility. If Google is publishing your website, in theory, you should be getting a lot of traffic at a relatively low cost. It's a great medium for marketing. You should have positive earnings per share. That makes sense to me. Doesn't seem like we got to that point. Jordan, what's your take on this data?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think correlations can be very misleading and are dangerous at times, right? I mean, there's plenty of examples of statistics teachers that have these funny scenarios where these two hypothetical situations that have strong correlation but absolutely are ludicrous, Correlation is
0: not causation. I do remember that from, I think, statistics class.
1: Exactly. And so I think that actually there's something really important here, which is that just because we don't have strong correlation doesn't mean that this isn't valuable data. It actually... Showcases the complexity of business, right? That although SEO may be a super important driver for many of these retail and e commerce businesses, there are other elements that really influence the way that their business works, right? I mean, some of these retailers have extreme overhead and have lots and lots and lots of stores. Some of these businesses have very scalable models and are, have maybe other forms of revenue and other revenue line items or have uh, very low cost models, right? And so like, we really aren't taking all the different business elements into account here. We're really only isolating SEO. And although it may be a very critical component to their growth and their presence and their traffic, it may not be the direct driver of top line or bottom line results.
0: Okay, last question. Why the heck do we think that SEO is going to impact EPS?
2: I'm going to go first, Jordan. I'm going to jump for front of you, buddy. That's starting to sound like a trend. Yeah, and it's just like the Eagles jumped in front of the Green Bay Packers last fall. So (laughs) Delete.
0: Scratch that.
2: Ben, you're killing me.
0: Because the 49ers are better.
2: Oh, there we go. So here's why. And this is why I asked for the study to be done. And this is why I think that we have uh, gotten onto something when we look at the recent data. And it is because fundamentally, the highest returning digital marketing channel in the world is SEO. right? And so companies with strong SEO visibility by default are going to have a much stronger digital mix, less dependency on paid, and higher predictability over time of their digital marketing efforts. And if you are an e-commerce or retail company, and you're good at SEO, and that's correlated with your SEO visibility, you're naturally going to be returning higher profits to your shareholders than a company that is less accomplished than SEO.
0: Doug, I want you to listen closely. I
1: agree with you. It's rare, but <laughs> oh, I wait, agree. Wait. Gabe, scratch that. <laughs> scratch <laughs> that immediately from this podcast. Delete it's never <laughs>
2: happened before.
1: I am doing this for Ben's own sanity.
0: Okay. okay? <laughs> Melanie is here. She heard it as well. Doug, I agree with you. It makes sense that having an organic growth channel that you do not have to pay a toll to get traffic should lower your cost per acquisition, should help your marketing mix, it should provide you visibility. There's all sorts of benefits to great SEO. The data is not showing that. We're going to jump into why and what we think the impact is in our next episode. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Doug Bell, Jordan Cooney, and Melanie Schott from Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you'd like to hear more SEO and EPS week, tune in tomorrow morning when we discuss paid visibility's impact and correlation on EPS. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to contact Doug, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Market Advocate, or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. If you'd like to contact Melanie, you can also find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. And if you'd like to contact Jordan, you can find his LinkedIn contact in our show notes as well. You could also contact him on Twitter. His handle is JTCooney, or you could visit his personal website, which is jordancooney.com.